Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live to see it, friends, and welcome to the world transformed. This program is your guide to an astounding future that lies ahead, one that will be here sooner than you think, and one that you have an important role to play in bringing about. At the world transformed, we want to introduce you to what may be the greatest transformation of them all, the one that begins with considering and acting on the almost limitless possibilities that lie before us and that ends somewhere beyond the reach of the human imagination. So, when does this amazing future begin? Well, today is the day. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-author, co-futurist, and co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic. Happy Monday. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. We uh, getting another strong show started off uh, uh, this week, and uh, one of three new shows this week, and uh, and we kind of got a theme running through. It uh, looks like at least two out of the three, right? Oh, all week. We're running a all theme all week. We're, we are all, all sexy right. immortal all the time this week, okay? So <laughs> we're just we're, we're, we're letting our sexy immortal billionaire with superpowers flag fly. Um, and we're going we're gonna to be making the case for that scenario this week. We're, we're talking about why it's a good scenario. We're going to be talking about um, how in the world it ever came to be a controversial one, Um in certain circles, I can see why it's a controversial one generally in the world, naturally. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're going to talk about, uh, come Friday, we're going to talk about why we can be fairly certain that, uh, that, that we're well on our way to that, to that scenario. So it's, uh, it, it, hey, listen, if you're into the idea of sexy, being a sexy immortal billionaire with superpowers, this is your week on The World Transformed, okay? <laughs> and if you're not into that yeah. idea, just, just hang on, because you will be. Yeah, it, you yeah. will be come yeah, Friday. Batman, unless, I mean, you know, you don't, unless you want to be dark, I guess. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, you like using the low voice, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Maybe Iron Man. Uh, that would be more fun. Exactly. Well, for those, for those who need catching up, let me just put out there that the phrase sexy immortal billionaires with superpowers is a phrase I came up with more than a decade ago. I was trying to find the earliest instance of it, and I haven't found it yet, but it's been 10 years anyway, to describe the future of humanity, to, to, put it, to kind of put a marketing spin on where I think we're going. And I think those words kind of put a nice packaging on the kinds of overall improvements that we'll see for the human condition in the years to come. And it, it talks about where we'll be from several different standpoints. Uh, you know, sexy seems kind of frivolous, but we'll get into why that, uh, why that might not be as frivolous as you think. Immortal talks about life, exp- life extension, um, living as long as we want to live. Billionaires talks about post-scarcity, and superpowers talks about everything else, right? The intelligence explosion and the fact that our capabilities 
are going to far exceed what people can do today. So it's just a, it's just a quick formula for describing what humanity is shortly going to become. It, the phrase is original to us, but the idea is obviously not. The idea is deeply embedded in transhumanism. It's deeply embedded in singularitarianism. It's the, the sort of thing that you get. It's the, it's the kind of image you get in your head by reading Ray Kurzweil, by attending conferences a few years ago about the singularity or about transhumanism, uh, about being up on the extropian movement from farther back than that. It's, it's basically, it's, it's the kind of image that you would have in your head if you've seriously contemplated accelerating change. And what kicked this off was a story in the Daily Mail over on dailymail.com. Superhumans who are sexier, stronger, and smarter will arrive by 2029 as brains begin to fuse with machines, Google expert claims. Obviously, the Google expert is who, Stephen? Ray Kurzweil. <laughs> Indeed. Um, and it's, it's a great story because they start out with his record, so you know that Ray has been quoted, that they've been talking to him, because when you get this, has made 147 predictions since 1990 and is correct 86% of the time. When you get those kinds of stats, you go, oh, that's Ray talking, right? We're, we're, um, <laughs> that's how he introduces himself. So we know that they've actually had a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right, because other people have analyzed it, and they come up with different percentages for how correct he is. And we'll get, we'll get to that. The, um, the, the credibility of Ray Kurzweil is one of the interesting issues that that this story has raised. But what I loved about this is here we are, once again, hardly the first time, something that we've seen over and over during the years, but here we are with a major mainstream traditional media outlet telling our story, right? This is, yeah. you know, this is not a headline you would have seen in the Daily Mail even five years ago, I don't think. Um, but basically... This is a headline well, we in the day. <laughs> What's that? We've been watching, we've been watching uh, the media for these kind of stories, and we were not seeing these stories five years ago. That, that's uh, exactly places right. Places like the Daily Mail. This is this was uh, stuff we would read on various blogs uh, and and things like that back five years ago, but not in not in mainstream publications. So that's yeah. right. It's the kind of thing we were saying five years ago, ten years ago. Right. Um, yeah. But but not the kind of thing that you would see in. In, in more more mainstream sources. And here, not only is the story being discussed, but they're using practically our phrase. And I know they're using practically our phrase because they're listening to Kurzweil, and they're getting these ideas. Sexy is one of uh, the things that, uh, that Ray talks about. Stronger and smarter. Sexier, stronger, and smarter is almost sexy, more to billionaires, superpowers. Not, not quite. Um, it leaves out the it leaves out the billionaires. But I was so I was so jazzed about this. I shared this story around with my various Facebook groups that are interested in accelerating technology. And in fact, I shared it with the little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Caveat. Um, my, my note was, please, the phrase is sexy, mortal billionaires, and superpowers, in quotes. Kind of critiquing the headline. Um, and I thought there'd be some interesting discussion around this story and around the idea of sexy, immortal billionaires with superpowers. And indeed there was. But not the, i, I got to tell you, Stephen, not the response I was expecting at all. For example, on Singularity Network, the very first comment that anyone left was as follows. These words, they will bleed just as well. Okay, that's, 
You know, I said, hey, sexy mortal billionaires with superpowers. And and the response is, they will bleed just as well. And I read that, and I'm like, well, that's the psycho comment of the week, I hope. Uh, Okay, so dangerous psychotic trolling. (laughs) Yeah, that's just weird. Okay. (laughs) Singularity Network. Um, but, But then I'm reading over on Steal the Singularity, and the first comment is, doubt they will be able to resist bullets. Wow. And I'm looking at this, I'm going, well, what am I missing here, ladies and gentlemen? Is, is, this, the, is this our response now to a, what I've always considered to be very bright projection of what the future of humanity will look like? This is, you see two things going on there. First, people aren't, say, aren't seeing that they are going to become this thing. And secondly, they're projecting these future humans into the role of oppressors that will have to be fought and boldly declaring their ability to <laughs> to take them on. At least, yeah. at least that was my that was my take on doubt they will be able to resist bullets. Again, the first one, uh, they'll bleed like anybody else. It's just like okay, that's a creepy comment wherever you put it under any circumstances. I think, right? I mean, that's just, <laughs> I wonder if that was uh, you know uh, sort of a, a take on the Batman versus Superman thing. You know, uh, do you bleed kind of thing? I don't. That's know. That's exactly uh, what it was. And guess, excuse me, but in that was. movie, Batman's acting like a total psycho, right? I mean, it's. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, ah, you know, normal people don't say things like that. That's why Alfred is so worried about him in that movie. Um, you, you know, you, you you watch that and you go, well, that's just a little bit creepy. And it's it's not every comment was this, but this was a kind of a running theme in the commentary over on 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 various groups. Another one over on H Plus Magazine contributors, there was this, is Ray Kurzweil still a thing? And this is one I actually responded to. I don't respond to most of these, but is Ray Kurzweil still a thing? I wrote, well, Google seems to think so. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't have to make Ray Kurzweil a thing. Google has done this, and he's quoted as a Google expert in the story. And the response to that was, it just seems strange to me considering his love of pushing pseudoscience. I think transhumanism can find much better icons. So a couple of things going on, which I, which I found very interesting. And these are, this is typical of some of, the, some of the commentary that we received. Actually, there was only one real Kurzweil bashing thread, and, and that was it. Another comment on, on, in that thread said, rather the masses will be modified to serve. Go peddle utilitarianism somewhere else. We're all full up here. Um, <laughs> which, which I read that and I go, okay, okay, I think I see what's going on. People are misunderstanding the word billionaires. Yeah. The, the, they are thinking, when I say sexy mortal billionaires with superpowers, that, that I'm saying in the future Peter Thiel and you know, Elon Musk are going to have these augmentations and they're going to receive the benefits of the technology of the future and they're going to become this like overclass I certainly never implied that. They, they read the rest in. Um, yeah. And the rest of us are just going to be normal, and we're going to be the, the persecuted underclass to, to this overclass. Just a really unfortunate interpretation of a very positive story about the future. And well, it, it, it comes from um, just reading the headline. And and then uh, and then start you know and then start trolling immediately without actually reading the story and seeing what it says. I think that's part of the problem there. Yes. Uh, 
you know, you click through, guys, and uh, read through and see see what it is that's being said before you assume what's being said, and then just and then just jump on it. But of course, that's a lot of times that's just more fun, you know. I, I, well, it, it it definitely it definitely is more fun. But as far as go pedal utilitarianism somewhere else, we're all full up here. I didn't respond on the side, but I'm going to respond right now. And my response to that is you're all full up on utilitarianism, but apparently paranoid class warfare apocalyptic scenarios are evergreen, and you've got plenty of space for those. So. <laughs> apparently. apparently. <laughs> so we understand the market need here. All right. That's yeah, the, um. but, but that is that is the response. People given, a lot of folks given a and not just a lot of folks, we should say, a lot of folks who are reading sites about accelerating change, reading sites about the singularity, about transhumanism, uh, about everything we talk about on this show, immediately go to this class warfare scenario, immediately go to these apocalyptic scenarios when talking about what I would have thought is just kind of our mashed potatoes and gravy of being a transhumanist. Or a singularitarian. My whole post was just correcting the phrase in the headline, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually thought there was nothing controversial for these groups in At this least, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And instead, people pushing back pretty hard against this in these groups. So it's a really interesting dynamic where the people that you expect to be on our side, a lot of them pushing back really hard in the face of a story making it to the general public that we're – we're, we're happy about the general public reading this. So here's what I thought we're going to do this week. All right, uh, we, we've, we've set this up. I want to spend the rest of the show tonight just in as non-argumentative a way as possible, just as a, a straight-up way as possible, talking about why we think this is an accurate scenario and what, the, and what it means, okay, um, to, to, to pull it out of the economic warfare kind of scenario. And then Wednesday, we're going to get into some of the philosophical underpinnings, some of the reasons why maybe people who should be excited about this have gone negative yeah. and, and why we're still positive about it. Okay. And then Friday, what I thought we'd do is we're just going to list the evidence for why, it's, for why it's all true. But let's, let's talk a little bit about sexy immortal billionaires with superpowers. This is, this, this is not a controversial idea for us, and why isn't it? Let, let, let's get into this. Um, in the future, we're going to have. Let's back into it. We're going to we're going to be superpowered beings. Stephen, why do we think that's the case? Well, one reason we think that's the case is by comparison to people living a hundred years ago, we are already there, right? I mean, uh, t- t- take a look at any uh, uh, any old family pictures. I'm talking like from the late 1800s or something, right? Um, yep. And. Uh, you know, this is uh, you know you're introduced to this by your grandparents or something. Yes, yes, uh, Stephen. Uh, this is your great 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 grand grandparents uh, on their wedding day, and I go, well, well you know, how, goodness, how old are they here? I mean, they look like they're pushing fifty when they got married. Oh, they're 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 sixteen. They're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say maybe twenty, but okay, yeah. there you go. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, People back then, they, they certainly they, – they're not as sexy as people are now, I can tell you that. Uh, they, they certainly weren't immortal. They were, they were uh, dying in their 40s, right? Uh, billionaires, hardly. You know, they, they didn't have any money. I mean, they, it was a constant struggle. And superpowers, well, you know, they sure didn't have smartphones in their pockets, right? So, um, you know, and, and so if they wanted to speak with their neighbor, uh, 
you know, at least in my neck of the woods, so back back then that period, there wasn't even uh, there weren't even house phones. Right. You know, you'd you'd, uh, you'd saddle up the horse and uh, and 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 go uh, and go into town if you wanted to see somebody other than the people uh, in your in your home. Sure. So, or go back go back fifty years before that, or a hundred years before that, and nobody could. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there was there was no way to talk to someone. You could maybe send a telegraph. 50 years before that, but go back 50 years before that, right? And there was just no way to communicate with someone over a long... What we're doing right now was impossible for all of humanity right. a couple of centuries ago. A, a century ago, really, uh, in, in terms of making a podcast and, and all that kind of stuff. We can, we can communicate with each other in ways that humans never could. We have access to information that humans never had. We can go much faster. We... We've done shows about this, you know, how much weight, you know, you can move, right? How fast you can travel. I mean, we really do have superpowers compared to the whole history of humanity leading up to somewhere into the Industrial Revolution. Right, right. And so, you know, and, and we already see that in our lives now, and we, and we also accept that the pace of, of change is increasing so that, you know, in, in our lifetime, Phil, um, you know, there's so much, uh, so much change within our lifetimes that, you know, you put all the change before for the history of the entire, you know, humanity basically before our lifetimes. It, you know, doesn't amount to the change that we've seen in our lifetimes. And, and so, uh, and, and, it's, and it's only going to continue to increase. And so, just, uh, you know, basically, although it sounds like, you know, a, a frivolous phrase to some extent, or it's, it's meant to be fun. I, it is fun, uh, it's, uh, but it's 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 also a, I think an accurate description of where things are going. And so, um, you know, and and it's and it's a whole lot less. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it fraught with problems such as uh, we're we're going to ascend to godhood or something like that, which I've heard some some progress you know techno progressives say. Um, so yeah, this. You know, a sexy immortal billionaires with superpowers. I'm on board. You know, that's that's. Uh, it looks like it, things are going in that direction, and I, I find that non-controversial, and should be within the within these communities. So, I, well, I, I think I think it's really interesting you mentioned that because this is a week after I had shared a story over on Singularity Network and some of these other sites that and that was the headline, and yeah. it said the, the the growth industry is making people into gods, and it was gods with a capital G-O-D-S, we're going to be gods. And, yeah. and my comment there was, well, maybe first we work on making us slightly better humans before we, you know, before. it's interesting that those two stories came back to back because right. um, it's very much on people's minds. And that one was not at the Daily Mail. It was not at a, it was not at a very mainstream uh, publication. I, I, I don't think the Daily Mail or anything mainstream is going to be declaring that we're going to be gods, all caps, anytime soon. But that was generally very well received, and it started some yeah. interesting discussion talking about that. You know, what are we going to do? How are we going to get those? How are we going to get those kinds of powers? Um, so, going back to your earlier point, yeah, I think I triggered people with the word billionaire. Yeah. This yeah. Is, you know they've 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 been. <laughs> you should issue a trigger warning, Phil. Really <laughs> headline headline right. I will not. I'm going to continue to trigger people, and I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, and, and at least one commenter I triggered with sexy, because he wrote, "Sexy is not going to matter because there's if, when people live forever, we don't need to reproduce." 
And I'm like, okay, thank you for pointing out that the only reason people want to be sexy is so that they can reproduce. That's an excellent. <laughs> I think that's the last thing. I <laughs> really great understanding of how modern society works there. <laughs> right. But so, so, yes, we're super powered. Relative to the past, we're not immortal, but we live a lot longer. Yes. And as we're going to, as we talk about every week, as, as we've seen, especially in the last few weeks, there are serious steps, scientific steps, medical steps being taken towards eliminating aging as a, as a means of people dying. That we're, I don't know if we're on the brink of curing aging, but we're on the brink of treating aging as, as, its, as its own thing. And curing it will, will, not be far, will not be far behind. So that's what the immortal means. I mean, that's the first stage of the immortal, right? Once you become an uploaded life form that, you know, you're, you're immortal in a, in a completely different sense. Then you get a thousands of years lifespan rather than maybe, maybe hundreds. But I, actually, probably the immortal is the least controversial thing. No one, no one argued with that part of it at all. And yeah. no one much argued with superpowers. And I do want to point out that there were quite a few people who said, hey, that's me, or I'm already there, or sign me up. So it, was, it wasn't a complete rejection of the idea. But it was, there was a substantial set of arguments, and I thought the, the philosophical argument was, uh, was particularly interesting. But let's talk about the billionaire's piece, okay? Yep. That, of course, derives from the notion of post-scarcity. That arrives from kind of the economic side of ephemeralization. And yeah. we talk about the fact that we all have this you know, processing power that, that we didn't used to have. In fact, the superpowers and the billionaires are very closely tied together because they're both being driven by the same thing. And we are effectively much more wealthy just because production of goods has come along. So this, this is another fun comparison to make with your ancestors who were in that old wedding photo, right? Yeah. Look, look at the lifestyle you lead as a regular middle-class person and the lifestyle they led as a middle-class person. And if you were to be sent back, pop you in a time machine, go back and you got to live six months of their life, you would think it was absolute, utter destitution, right? I mean, right. just... <laughs> <laughs> that would just be the worst. And if you go 50 years earlier than that, you would think the world has ended, basically. Right, you know, if, right. It's Mad Max apocalyptic kind of stuff, uh, you know. <laughs> and that's yeah. just normal life, you know, for everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. And can I argue by analogy on something real quick on the on this billionaire part? Um, sure. Um, think, think of the idea of the solar singularity, right? Um there are different parts of the world that uh, have already crossed the threshold of, uh, of the solar singularity. And what is that? That is where solar power is cheaper to produce than traditional sources like a coal, a coal power, right? Right. And, and places, uh, places that have a lot of sun or maybe that are isolated, places like Hawaii, have already crossed that threshold. Uh, they can, you know, you can make uh, the solar singularity is already reached. So what am I trying to say? I'm saying that people that are like, you know, Peter Thiel, they're billionaires already. They're already post-scarcity. They've, they have crossed that threshold are ahead of us, okay? Yes. And, um, and, and are we saying that, uh, that, you know, that these people are going to be their pressers? No, we're going to say that we're joining them because the, this, this threshold is going to continue to drop. 
and so that we're we're all post scarcity is what we're talking about. And the word billion doesn't even have to mean anything when when everything is free, right? Then then we're all post scarcity. Um, and I, I'm not suggesting everything's going to be absolutely free. I'm just saying that the, you know uh, that the the cost of things that are important to us will continue to uh, become a smaller and smaller percentage of what it is that uh, of of our budget, basically. And, to, and, and you know, we've done shows scarce. about that. We we did a show yeah. called "Let's Make Everything Free," and we've done a show called "In the Future Everything Will Be Free," because right. those are those are both pretty valid statements uh, relative to relative to where we are now. Everything won't be free. There will be a whole different economy in place that in some ways it's, it's hard for us to describe and hard for us to get, our, to get our heads around. But that doesn't mean that the existing structures of scarcity will still be in place. And right. that, I think, more than anything, is what I found really surprising about this. Sort that, of. Think of it, let's call it the scarcity singularity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a point at which we cross this threshold, and, uh, and to some extent, I mean, Phil, I mean, you're not worried about where your next meal's coming from, you know? I mean, no. Uh, and uh, the, I mean, the really important things, the um, uh, uh, the you know, and I'm talking about shelter, clothing, you know, <laughs> food, water, clean clean drinking water, uh, access to health care. Most of us already are there in the in the developed world. Okay, I mean, um, and uh, so to some extent, uh, you know, it's it's all relative, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, uh, the 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 rhetoric surrounding those issues would make you think that things are much more dire than they are, and we'll talk right. about that on on Wednesday in terms of right. in, in terms of most people's economic well being. But in the developed world, the poorest people, generally speaking, are better off than your ancestors in that photo. Right. And significantly better off in in terms of in terms of what's available to them and and what they can do day to day and you know what what their what their lives are like. Yeah, we're we're close to. They would look at it and say this is some kind of economic singularity has already occurred. They would look right. at this world and say that you already live in some kind of post scarcity paradise, right? We don't see it that way, but right. they would. I think I, I think they would look at it that way, and th- that's that's almost if they had that terminology, that's almost exactly how they would describe it. Well, we have the phrase called first world problems." That just and we and the the reason that we have that phrase is to acknowledge the fact <laughs> that uh, that the problems that we we fret over are pretty small by comparison to people that really have problems, and uh, and so. I, I, so yeah, we we are relative to um, uh, much of the world that is not developed, and certainly relative to our own area of the world a century ago. Uh, yeah, we're we're post scarcity already, but it's only going you know, to become of, more that way. Yeah, uh, one of the you know. underlying assumptions behind our very rosy—I'll say it—you know, very rosy long-term post scarcity scenario is utilitarianism. To go back to the philosophical critique that the story received in, in, one, of the, in one of the groups, the idea of the, the greatest good for the most people, I think that's, that's where we're headed. I, I feel that, the, that not just the last couple of centuries, but the last 20 years indicate that as a whole, humanity pretty much is trying to work in that direction. And we'll get into that a little bit more on Wednesday. But, you know, it's important to note that the kind of extreme 
scenarios, the, the, the extreme economic apocalyptic scenarios are no better borne out by the evidence. And I think actually the case for them is much weaker than <laughs> the, the trend line that you just described, Stephen. If, if you're going to look at the evidence for where things are going, billionaires makes a lot more sense. And in, in, one of the, in one of the comment threads I wrote, I said, you understand that when I say billionaires, we're all going to be billionaires. And the people who are currently billionaires, they'll be whatever, septillionaires, quadrillionaires. I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the term is. But at that point, does it really matter? Right? If, 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 you're a trill, if you're a billionaire, do you feel like you're being economically oppressed by a quadrillionaire? I don't. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Humanity has a capacity for feeling that way regardless. So uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Will it actually be the case? Probably not. You yeah, know? well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why I ask is because, I, you know, the, the difference is the same right now, and I don't feel oppressed by the billionaires that exist. So maybe it's just a projection of whatever it is you're feeling now. Right. But on that note, we're out of time, and we'll have to get to that. We'll have to get to that on Wednesday because that's exactly what we're what we're going to be talking about on Wednesday. So to recap very quickly, in the future we're all going to be sexy mortal billionaires with superpowers, and anyone who doesn't accept that is a big old buzzkill. Okay. That's, <laughs> and the key part of that phrase is we all are going to be. Everybody who wants to be is yeah. going to be one. I, I think that. The, this phenomenon will be as widespread, will be as universal as access to TV, access to smartphones, access to electricity or running water. Anybody who wants these things pretty much in the developed world can have them. And you've got to really go to a lot of trouble not to have those things. And I think that's, 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 where, we'll, that's where we'll be. I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that, Stephen. That's worth noting before we wrap. And now we will wrap. We'll be back tomorrow with a dip into the archives of The Best of the World Transformed. And on Wednesday, we're going to pick this discussion up and talk about why are some people so negative about this very positive future. Great talking with you, Stephen. Great being with you all. And until next time, live to see it. Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.